<laughs> it feels like the sun is just shooting at us right now. Uh, whose sun is shooting at us? Did you know that if you go to a brewery and you take off the lid to like one of the big silos of alcohol and you sit in it like a hot tub, it'll get you drunk? Dude, we're going to play the Broncos and it's going to be the worst game ever. That's never a good feeling to have. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dropback Podcast, episode 8. You know, we, uh, we're we coming fresh off a great game to the Raiders. Uh, you know, we we did super well. Honestly, all jokes aside, it was a better performance than the last two games, which was nice to see, but another loss. We walk away with another L in the column, and that's never a good feeling to have. No, it is not. One in five, dude. The, I don't know. I don't think the the Patriots have never been one in five in our lifetimes. This not is, in our lifetime. No. This is no. which is crazy. It's crazy. That happens to other teams all the time. Yeah. It's the first time for us. Worst start of the Belichick era, by far. Well, I I guess the thing is, and like part of the way we market ourselves, right, is oh, we're two young guys uh, watching the Pats be bad for the first time in our lives, and like we say that. I didn't believe it. I didn't. Think I, didn't were... I didn't genuinely believe it either. I was like, "God, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because they'll be actually good." I didn't but think that. It's, it's 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 funny just watching. Like I love the Pats, but they're crumbling right now, and there's there's uh... like they should have realistically expectations at the beginning of the beginning of the season. They should have beat the Saints, and they should have beat the Raiders. Yeah, and this is such a depressing game. Not even because the like the Patriots have been on the the downturn right now. Like. You got to think about Belichick, Josh McDaniels, like at, together they were one of the best combinations of coaches in NFL history. Um, you know, by themselves, both of their teams really suck. And the Raiders are three and three now, but I don't think that's saying much after beating us. I don't really think that they're a great team overall right now. You know, Devonta Adams is a stellar receiver. Um, and you know, Jacoby Myers, wish we could get a guy like him. But, to, yeah, players like that are tough to find though. You can't really can't really just find those guys anywhere. And well, yeah, he had a touchdown against us from Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, it's pretty much let me actually I'm gonna pull up the Raiders roster right now and just go through it and see how many Patriots are on their team right now. Uh because I know it's it's a good, it's a good chunk. Um, also, welcome Amir Abdullah. Shout out him. I did not know he was still in the NFL. Um, okay, Brandon Bolden, Adam Butler, um, Jermaine Illuminor, Jimmy Garoppolo, Justin Haran. Uh, let's go, Brian I don't know Hoyer. Any of these people, yeah, Brian Hoyer. Uh, let's go with Jakob Johnson. Oh, dude, this guy just like like he literally brought the Patriots mm-hmm. from 2021 over to his team. I bet you like, Kobe he, Myers. He was, he was just a little bit late to trade for J.C. Jackson, but you know he wanted to. I, that might be it. I don't know if I'm forgetting anybody. Uh, Christian Wilkerson was on the Patriots. Yeah. Okay. So that's I don't know. I, I wasn't counting, but that's like a lot of players. To 
to carry over. And I get if you're a coach, uh, becoming a head coach of your own team, you want to bring people who you feel like are your guys to your team. But, like, it makes it that much worse, right? If we lose to players that used to be on our team. And most of them, most of the guys I just listed, I'm going to be honest, almost all of them, aside from Jacoby Myers, and you could argue Jakob Johnson, were limited impact players. They didn't really play a whole lot for us. Or if they did, they weren't great. So getting beaten by a team of those guys, maybe Adam Butler too. He was he started for a while, but it makes it worse. Like it's it's tough. It's like seeing the anti Patriots beat the Patriots. Yeah, it's it's really uh, sad to see. Yeah. But but hey, we're uh, one and five now. Like we were saying, currently. We have the fourth overall pick if the season were to end today, which guarantees us, uh, you know, a pretty good second round pick We when we inevitably trade down. Um, if we trade down from like a premium pick, I'm going to, I'm going to, it's going to be bad. I don't know. I, I think it depends on what we got. Mm, I don't think I it think, does. I think I, it does. I think we, if in any case where Bill Belichick would trade, if we have a top ten pick, you cannot trade down. You can't. I, I don't know because I think a lot of teams, like dude, if we have the second pick, like like what what the the Bears did this year, trade the number one pick back and get like two or three first round picks from the Panthers, who who now that's the second overall pick that they have. Yeah, but the Bears suck. They, they do. Both, they both suck. The Patriots suck. Yeah. So why would we get rid of? I see what you mean. Stack stockpile picks, because if you're this, we bad, have a lot of issues. We, we have a lot we, of holes, dude. If we got a quarterback and a wide receiver in the first round next year, that would that, that would make next year very interesting to watch. I think honestly, I think O line is the most pressing issue on this team. I don't, I don't even think it's quarterback. I'd love, I would love to get uh, a Drake May or Caleb Williams. But it it might it might be better just to because I don't like I feel like if we do that we're throwing away next season and you know I I understand that this team definitely needs a thorough rebuild but I don't know we 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 just spent our first round pick two years ago on a lineman why like why do we got to do it again you know because he's not I, good I I. I Who's not good? Our Cole, Strange, Cole Strange is not that good. Yeah, but that's just it's it just shows the bad drafting that's been done on this team too. Also, correction: the Patriots are in line for the sixth overall pick. Oh, we went back after losing. The problem is all the other teams that lost lost more than us. Not more than us, but Giants, I don't know how they grade this, dude. We're gonna play the Broncos, and it's gonna be the worst game ever. That's going to be the worst game of football. To oh my god, it's disgusting. on Christmas Eve too. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah, you have to watch it. It's I mean, gonna be really fun. Last season, I'm just the... gonna drink and then just talk shit yeah, about I'm both be, these teams. I'm gonna be pickled on eggnog, just throwing up on myself watching Russell Wilson get sacked by Josh Uche for the fifth time, and we're like, "Oh, this defense, the yeah. defense is so good." Yeah, we're gonna take over like the five yard line and be like, "Let's go, Mac." He's gonna throw a pick six. Yeah. It's going to be typical. It might be the only game in NFL history where both teams lose. I think that that's a real possibility. 
We'll see. I mean, this what is. What do you mean by that? Both teams might walk away with yeah. a loss. It's true. Yeah, it's, so. it's kind of like after the Jets win, how I felt like I felt dirty after we beat them. You know, you lose a game bad, and you feel even loser win a game like that. You know, that's probably gonna be a low scoring thirteen thirteen. We're gonna struggle to move the ball. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's not gonna be good. Not gonna be good at all. But hey. You know, do we even want to win that game? Do we want to win any more games? I, I know, yes. Yes, I, the expectation is we still try to win every game we play in because the second we let that go as being the expectation of not trying to do our best every single time that we're out on the field, we're going to lose something. And that essence, that drive is is very difficult to get back once it's gone because that's a, that's a culture – builder that's like a foundation for the locker room you know that's a, that's one of the just like the intangibles that they'll, you know they'll, they'll they'll talk about yeah you gotta yeah, have I, a drive to win if you don't have a drive to win we're, we could we could draft anyone we could draft caleb williams we could have the top five picks in the draft and the, it just wouldn't work because we would have a bad culture bad team that wouldn't grow correctly you know there could be toxicities within the locker room you know it, it's not not a not a great recipe when you got a losing culture like that, but I agree with that. I don't want to lose out. Um, I think there are certainly benefits to it, but I think the cons, like you're mentioning, with that culture being lost, dude. Like if outweigh... Russell, if Russell Wilson beat the Patriots, that would that would be horrible. Which I'm crazy honest, to say because two years ago I'd be like, oh yeah, it's just. Uh, no, I'm going to be honest with you right now. Russell Wilson is not having a bad football season. Um, uh, the Broncos are bad, but Russ. I'm going to read you Russell Wilson's stats for this season. All right, Russell Wilson has. What year are we in? 2023. He has 1,305 yards, 12 touchdowns, and four picks. That's not bad. That's really not bad. Wish we could, you know. I mean that, that that play is definitely better than ours, but um, NFL passing. It just feels like every single game they play in, they're barely putting up sixteen points. Yeah, the team it's is the bad. same. Same with us, but so Russell Wilson is. Let's see, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteenth in yards. Um. I mean, and in touchdowns, he really screwed himself over going to Denver because they they had a good foundation for, tied for third he, in touchdowns before he went there. But they traded so much for him, and at the time, everyone was thinking like, "Oh, they didn't trade enough." Because I feel like the narrative all the time in Seattle was Russell Wilson's carrying the Seahawks, but he also had two really good receivers on his team that were much better than the receivers he left for you know tyler boy uh, tyler boyd tyler lockett and dk metcalf are great receivers in the national football league and he left for a speculative a good jerry judy and an always hurt Cortland sutton which you know he didn't know at the time to to be fair i think doug baldwin was better than both jerry judy or not jerry judy both tyler lockett and dk metcalf yeah i mean maybe it's the thing where you know he was sick of pete carroll and wanted to get out of there i don't know it's it did seem like the end of the Legion of Boom had a very um, sort of chaotic ending, I guess, you know, with Earl Thomas leaving, flipping off. Um, 
the sideline. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, okay, I don't think. And did you hear what you hear what Marshawn Lynch had to say about? Uh, yeah, he didn't really defend him. He didn't defend him, but he was pretty much just like, oh, yeah, he's just a quarterback to me. Yeah, yeah, that was a weird thing. So we, wait, wait, no, what do you what do you think I'm talking about right now? I, the video, I saw the video. Oh yeah, the, yeah, whole yeah. Interview. the video, the interview we had. Minutes, yeah. Or he just kind of said he was just a quarterback. He never had a personal relationship with him. Yeah, and I, there's no question. Like, Russell Wilson's a weird guy. There's no, I don't think there's any question about that. That's the thing with Mac Jones. I don't think Mac is, like, disliked by his teammates at all. I think his play is disliked, probably. Um, but I don't. I don't think he is, like – an outlier in the locker room. You know, I don't think he's an outcast or somebody that his teammates wouldn't want to be around as like a person. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, like everyone on, like there's no, like there's no guy on the offense, you know? So of course no one's literally like talking bad about him because everyone sucks. The line sucks. The receivers suck. Running back is the best part of our offense, and they Not aren't doing year, great. No, I mean, yeah. who 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 is the best part of our offense this year? Kendrick Bourne. I, that's true, but okay, yeah, I'd give that to you, Kendrick Bourne. But the rest of the receivers have been like I don't even know. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, nowhere to be seen. Devontae Parker, like I don't know, he might as well be on IR still. Oh my God, we should put him back in IR because. Well, Demario you know, Douglas, we're always so happy to see Demario Douglas out there. He'll make a flashy play, and then he'll be sidelined, or you know, he just he maybe he gets clamped. I don't know. I don't see him. You know, we should let's let's go through the game because there's one play you mentioned a guy, and I want to I want to talk about him about how much he's been pissing me off the last few weeks. But I guess we'll just we'll start early, right? Well, it started off defense, you know. Ben, don't break like we usually do. First drive. Stopped him. Field goal attempt. We got a penalty for leveraging. I didn't even know. I don't even really even know what that is. You know? Leveraging? Yeah. Wait, wait, what does that, that was mean? so we, it, we Do you got, look it up? What, what leveraging, leveraging NFL means? rule. Leveraging stock prices. Yep. Lever- leveraging um, a can of tuna so you, you can open it up. All right, football yeah. leverage penalty. So this is according to rookieroad.com. A leverage penalty, also called leaping penalty in NCAA in football, is a penalty against the defense that occurs when a player jumps or stands on another player in an attempt to block a field goal or punt. So somebody did that. Uh, the Raiders got a fresh set of downs. We ended up stopping them again. We, we got some good pressure. Um, Jimmy sucks and he wasn't able to figure it out so we forced another field goal try they get it three nothing whatever offense stalls punt a lot of that this game a lot of forcing the Raiders into a third or fourth down where they had to kick a field goal and then a lot of us going back on offense and really not being able to do anything and if you look back that's sort of the story of our whole season so far because we do have a good defense. We've been, both of us, on record saying this the whole year. We have a good defense, a lot of talent. They fly around. They hit hard. They make plays. Like, I think the one play that exemplified that this past week 
was when Jabril Peppers absolutely buried mm-hmm. Devontae Adams. Ball pops out. Jelani Tavai picks it off where two plays prior, Jelani Tavai body slammed the guy, got jumped by half the Raiders offense, and it seemed to like pump him up. Like he he was like clapping in their face and was yeah. like ready to go. He's a dog. He's crazy. Yeah, we need guys like that. Like somebody when you look at him play, you don't see the Pats record. You see a guy who loves ball. Like yeah. he loves putting people in the dirt. And that's what we need. We need guys who are just going to go out there and leave it on the field. Yeah. Dude, he's like ah. Oh. He, he's, he's a, a dog. dog. He's a dog. Jabril Peppers is a dog. You know what was sick when they had that play? I don't know if you picked up on it on the replay. So Jabril Peppers bodies Adams. Tavai picks it off. Tavai and like three other pass defenders walk towards the end zone. And uh, he's doing like, I don't, is he Samoan? He's he's like some uh, Pacific Islander Tavai. Uh, nationality. I don't know what he's doing, but he was doing like some dance with his arms. Is he uh where is he? He's Hawaiian. So he was doing like like a dance with like his arms and he had like everyone was like doing it with him. And then it was like all zoomed in and he was getting hyped. Then it cuts to your bro peppers and he had like four or five guys with him too. And he was doing his like Randy Moss dance where he was like opening the door and like yelling and they were hyped. They were like really into it. And then what do we do when we get the ball back on offense? Nothing. We don't have. We don't have any dogs on offense. No. Nobody. No dogs. No dogs. I can't even, on say, can't even say David Andrews has been a dog so far. He's know? a bulldog. Go, shout out Georgia. Go dogs. Was he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's a dog still. He's he's a dog. But, <laughs> but I don't know. It, it 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 is tough for a, a a center to really take control of the team. Yeah, I mean, the thing, that's the thing with O'Lyman is that unless they're doing bad or have, like, an unbelievable pancake block, you don't really notice if they're yeah. doing well. Which is very unfortunate. Yeah. Um, unless, like, they're getting beat all the time. Like, exactly, like yeah. the Like the right tackle. Like Darian the, Lowe. Like, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. God, that sucked. He yeah. sucks. So, another guy that pissed me off today. <laughs> this should just be a segment. Who pissed us off? Or uh, not today. One someone that pissed me off Sunday was Hunter Henry. Mm. Hunter Henry has on, been on the downswing the past couple of weeks. He started out the season red hot. I was I was super high on him. I was like, holy shit, he's making all these crazy plays. Um, I thought he was going to be the definitive tight end one in this team, and even maybe even one of the best in the league. You know, I thought that Bill O'Brien mentality of getting him and Gesicki involved in this offense as a, as a two-headed monster could happen. I thought we'd see flashes of Hunter Henry and the Chargers. Where'd that guy go? That guy's that guy's gone. You know, he hasn't been getting really been really involved in the receiving game um past couple weeks. And um he also is just making mistakes left and right. Like Zeke had a crazy run. He broke out yeah, 70 yard touchdown. I I I was skeptical Zeke had anything left in the tank, but you know he obviously proved that, and he broke his heart when he found out that Hunter Henry held the guy thirty yards downfield, might not even have have needed to. Broke my heart, Fredo. And then later in the game, Kendrick Bourne, like he, he made like it, it was a good play. He, he yeah he made a good play. He he, he got a catch and he co- sort of like he sped past like he cut back and got past like two or three guys. Hunter Henry's running alongside him. Probably has plenty of time to either get out in front or behind him. 
But instead, is instead he's in that nice little middle ground where he just slows down Kendrick Bourne, gets in his way, and Kendrick Bourne, Bourne's a little stunted, and he gets sort of tripped up and tackled by a defender. But if he had, if he sort of had that edge, if Hunter Hendrick wasn't in his way, he's getting 15 more yards in that run. There's little things like that that yeah. you, that need to be done. Like that, that, I feel like there's no excuse for him tripping up Kendrick Bourne there. It was tough, and you know, I, I think Hunter Henry's a guy who, through the last few years, like pretty much since he's gotten here, he's been consistently—I shouldn't say consistently—but he's been one of the guys who has been able to produce at some level on offense, right? Yeah. Like he—he's a big red zone target. Like he'll make good catches on third down. He has those like ridiculous acrobatic catches every now and again. So. Like, it stinks that he had a tough game last week and he hasn't been producing. But that's just – the whole offense hasn't been producing. So, you can't – He hasn't. But I feel like players like him especially, you got to hold accountable. I yeah, mean, you you're, definitely You're do. the captain of this team. You are one of the captains of this team. You need to figure this out. It's your responsibility. If yeah. It, if it goes on to someone, it's you. you. Like, as you were just saying, you know, there's the expectation for him to be sort of the guy in our offense, if you'd even call him that. But – we haven't really seen that consistently. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was there, but now he went away. He's, he's like, how, how, what were his stats last week? Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, let's look at the receiving leaders. He had three catches. Nope, three targets, one catch, seven yards. Perfect. And look at there. They had a rookie tight end, Michael Mayer. That was his name, right? Yeah, he's good. He's good. Five receptions for 75 yards. He He's was a great uh, player. He was one of their top picks, the Raiders. They took uh uh Tyree Wilson, who didn't really even do much at all. But and the thing is it's I, I don't know, like you see John Smith go off as well for Atlanta. Is it how are we, are we using our tight ends the wrong way? You know, the Patriots historically have been very pass heavy, uh pass heavy, run block heavy on our tight ends, so Maybe John who didn't play to that. I don't know why I'm getting John Smith here. I'm just kind of dogging yeah, that I mean, position on our John, team. Shout out John Smith. Just picked him up in fantasy. Hope he has a good game this week. But I think someone you mentioned earlier, uh, and I think maybe maybe when we're looking for guys on this team who we want to represent what it means to be a Patriot, maybe we look towards somebody who is a new addition, somebody who – brings a spark, somebody who got their first touchdown as a Patriot this week. I think Zeke actually is one of the players on the whole roster who is still fighting. Like, whenever he gets the ball, he's trudging along. He's fighting for extra yards. When he had that screen pass and he ran 70 yards, he jumped into the end zone and he was, he was celebrating. He was he's like, leaped. He's so yeah, he's so he was like, let's fucking go. Finally, imagine being, like we've talked about it before, being – Rookie of the year, or no, he wasn't. He was offensive player of the year, I think, his rookie year because Dak won rookie of the year. Um, and just a, an instant all pro, pro bowl caliber guy on the biggest market team in in the organization, right? In the league. And, you know, people sort of write you off. You get sent to the team that's been the best of the new millennium. And, you know, you kind of – you maybe don't expect it, but you got to kind of carry him a little bit, like remind him who they are. And I think he's been trying to do that. I'm I'm very happy that Zeke scored a touchdown this week. He did the throwback 
feed me dance with the cereal bowl or whatever. So he scored. I'm happy for Zeke. Ramondre finally scored. Let's go. Shout out mm-hmm. Steve. Love him. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, the passing attack, what were Max's final stats? Do you think he threw for over 200? Probably not. He hasn't in weeks. He was actually 200 on the nose. Wow. Congratulations. 200 on the nose, no touchdowns, and one absolutely atrocious interception. Yeah, it was My God. Unforgivable. That well, hey, well, we we will say that would have been another catch for Hunter Henry if it was a, even like a half good throw. Yeah, because he was butt. Yeah, he was naked. Butt naked. He probably would have gotten like fifteen yards on it. Now maybe like twelve. But then he has he still has twenty two yards of the day. So yeah, not still not a good day, but like good day. my God, what a terrible, terrible, yeah. terrible throw! And that wasn't in the face of pressure. Mac rolled out. He was on the run, I guess, but. He wasn't dealing with pressure right in his face. He wasn't getting hit to make the throw. Like, he had a half second to deliver a good ball. He could have planted his feet and thrown a solid yeah, strike. He, he kind of held on to it for a little bit too long, and then he just a guy it. got into his face, and he just – No, he didn't. He, no, no, he, like at the end because he was holding on to it for like way too long. I thought he threw that alone. No, he wasn't like alone. He he sort of ran off to the sideline, and he's sort of looking out for who he should throw to. And because he's taken so long and sort of on the run ish, he just threw an absolute duck. He just panicked. Yeah, it was it it leaves a lot to be desired. Right, here we go. We're we're pulling up the replay here. Let's uh, see what happened. Yeah, I'm throwing a flag on the play. Where, where is it? Is it here? Uh, no. Locating, locating the spot. I don't think it was that late. Yeah, I don't think so either. Was it? Is it here? Could could be. No, that's Jacoby Myers again. God damn it! All right, but you keep talking. I'm going to look for this. Keep talking. Nevertheless. Uh, not great play. And, you know, I think if there's one thing that I would want the Patriots to figure out by the end of the season, whether it's it, it, we, we do well or not, um, it's just that I hope that we have a better idea of what this offensive line is going to be like for next year. I hope we know who we want on our team and who we who we should go after and maybe the draft or, or anything like that cuz you know we did spend a lot of draft picks this year on linemen so we knew it was some we knew it was something that we need to address and it's it hasn't really worked out thus far obviously. Yeah. All right, here's the play. Ready? So Mac, clean pocket. He could have stepped to the left or to the right. He rolls out to the right. Has look at this is where he throws it. Yeah, he five he, yards he, away he is the closest guy. Right, I thought he was closer. He he both of his feet are off the ground. Look at that. Look at how he's standing. He's, he's jumping in the air. And he throws it. Oh my god. So Hunter Henry is at the 14 yard line. It gets picked off at the eight. Oh my god. He was wide open. Frustrating to say the least. Um but, yeah, I think you hit on it right there. Offensive line is a huge, huge, huge point of emphasis in the offseason. There are some 
notable free agents um, who, you know, this, this upcoming season could be targeted by the Patriots. Uh, I mean, look. Uh, you know, I do think that if um, Kraft gives Belichick another year to be the coach of this team, I think he's going to spend every single last dollar he has in free agency this year. God, I hope so. I think he's going to go all out. Um, there are some there are some good ones in the draft too, especially near the top. So I j- I just hope they don't use a top pick on on a lineman. I hope we use. I hope we try to find value in the late rounds because I know I know we need it. We absolutely need it, but there is just so many other problems on this this team. All right, get, right ready? Now. Listen to this. Like if we have to go through another year at this receiving court and we don't get anyone interesting, it's it's gonna be knocked. I know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Marvin Harrison Jr. If he can do something, that would be unbelievable. If we could get someone like him, but I I don't know. All right, Jason Kelsey, he's not going to leave the Eagles. If he yeah, doesn't go no. back, he's going to retire. Tyron Smith at left tackle. He's old, but he's good. Andrus Pete is good. He's somewhat injury prone. Dwayne Brown is old as dirt. 38 years old. 38. Wow. Kevin Zeitler's pretty good still. Connor Williams is Connor Williams is good. Uh, Trent Brown. Trent Brown, yep. Jonah Williams is young and good. Uh yeah, I mean, there's some names here that you know could be could be good. I mean, anything is probably going to be better than what we have now. So, uh, I think emphasizing the offensive line because that's where it all starts, right? I think Mac has happy feet. He there are more times than not where he has less than average amount of time to throw, but. Like, there are so many things to fix. And I will say, I think almost all of the issues that we have are on offense. I think we could do depth, especially if we're going to have a fire sale and lose a bunch of our players, trade them away. A lot of people are talking about Uche as a guy who we should trade. No, no way. I honestly could see it. I could see it happening. What, like, what, what, what value would we get for him? Third round pick? Second round no, pick? No, keep him on our team. We're going to have to extend him then. Yes, for sure. He should be the foundation of our defense the next five years. He's he's a great player. Well, I think that goes back to what we were saying earlier with would you rather have a guy who you know is going to be good or a or more or more picks to rebuild? Because like what you were saying with yeah, if we had we, a premium we... pick and we traded that away for more picks. For sure, but like he's, he's not a premium pick. You just said we get a second-round pick for him. Yeah. At that point, like, what, did, like, like, what pick in the draft did we even get Josh Uche in the first place? I think and why would we only pick. why would we only give him up for a second if we know that this guy is good on our team? Because why are we going to take a goes. yeah? I mean, but we're just going to take a risk on a rookie. Like, why why would we do that? Because it's cheaper. You can have him around for longer. You you can pay yeah, him for young. up to five years for like nothing. That's true, but you know, and if your team is ass, you're trying, you can I mean, we have a good defense. We do. We do have a good defense. So I'm, why are we going to throw that away? I mean, I would, so we have more money. I'm just, I'm, I'm too to focused on, on the idea of him getting traded for a second round pick because. Well, you're definitely not going to get a first for Josh Uche. You're definitely not. I mean, Certainly maybe won't. down the line, he had ten sacks last year. If he gets ten sacks this year, yeah, but you don't, you don't trade first round picks for. Let's see what Von Miller got traded for, or let's, you know, better yet, let's see what. Free agency. 
Khalil Mack got traded Dude, for? Khalil Mack got traded for like two first round picks. But he's also he was defensive player of the year. He was, but like, let's see what he got they, traded for when he went to the Chargers. Hold on. I think he just that was like the, nothing. In return for six-time Pro Bowler, the Bears will receive a second-round pick. So they traded a second-round pick to the Bears to get Khalil Mack, and he's a little bit older, right? But he also, like, at that point on the Bears was still one of the best defenders in the NFL, and he got traded for the 48th pick overall. And the Bears at that point were in a similar situation than the to the to what the Patriots are right now. Like they suck. They had no yeah, one. But I don't know. That's also a different situation, right? Juche, Juche, Juche's combined. Josh, Josh Juche is twenty five years old. Khalil Mack's probably like thirty. He's five years older. You know, you're gonna get a good right end for the next five years. Why take a risk on a guy in, in free agency at the price of only a second round pick? Price? I don't know. I think I mean I'm not making that decision. I don't know what I would rather do. I know for one thing, the one guy that I absolutely do not think we should trade, move move on from is Kyle Duggar. I do not I I would absolutely hate that move if we moved on from as Brandon Groupie, if anybody has him in fantasy, wide right in this Thursday night game uh between the Saints and the Jags. But Kyle Duggar, I think we keep. Honestly, everybody else, I think is, it's reasonable to think that they could be on the chopping block. I think Kendrick Bourne is someone that people could move on from. Although I like him a lot, um, I think Trent Brown you could move. Uche, a lot of people are talking about. I mean, maybe Adrian Phillips, Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills doesn't really even see the field all that much anymore. I feel like Adrian Phillips doesn't see the field that much anymore. There are a lot of guys who you could you could move, and I don't think it would be a I terrible idea. We should idea. try to move all of our wide receivers and just completely restart. Like, who, who's a free agent next year? I don't even care who they are. I feel like any sort of refreshment of a new class of wide receivers would be much better than what we have now, no matter like who 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 they were. And I'm assuming we wouldn't obviously get the top people because everyone, everyone are gonna, everyone's gonna resign with their team. But if we get like two of them, two of the top ten, they're not very good. Right. You have Mike Evans, mm-hmm. you have Odell, dog, Curtis Samuel, dog, Tyler Boyd, killer, Cedric Wilson. We could get him. He's I would, 27. I would not want to get Cedric Wilson. He's like the same. Kendrick Warren is like the sixth receiver on this list. Cedric Wilson is not even as good as Kendrick Warren. Oh my Warren. god, dude! I keep forget. I keep getting mixed up with Garrett Wilson. Whenever I oh no, yeah, no, no, no. I was, was like, dude, Garrett he's twenty-seven. Wilson. I thought he was young. <laughs> this is second year in the league. So he's twenty-seven old. years old. Yeah, no, Cedric Wilson Wait, go, is on the go, Dolphins. Go back who they also got. Uh, Braxton Berrios, McCole Hardman, Jeez, Nelson Aguilar, Marquise Brown, Calvin Ridley. Wow. Okay, Marquise Brown. T. Higgins. He could be a Patriot. T. Higgins could be – Michael Pittman could be a Patriot. Wait, how are these organized? I'm I think so it's by, by price, by uh, salary. So all those guys are probably still on their rookie deals. All right. Let's, so they probably uh, want to get paid. Let's look at what's the most yards. Pittman, Evans, Ridley, Josh, Josh Reynolds, Reynolds, Gabe dude, Davis, Josh Reynolds. Rahid Shahid. I like Rahid Shahid. I haven't really seen him. Oh, he's KJ, KJ Osborne. All right, let's mark it down right here. KJ Osborne seems like somebody who the Patriots are going to try and get next season. <laughs> 
I think I don't sure. want them to, but it feels like that's who they're going to try oh, and go yeah. after. And like anyone on that list, they're like, <laughs> it's, it's we up. think we can make something. Out of We've seen the tape, and We've he looks right. Tape. He looks real good next to Jettas. Uh-huh. I would love T. So, Higgins. I would love T. Higgins on the picture. T. Higgins would be crazy. Yeah, uh, Calvin Ridley would also be good. He's a little older. Um, Calvin Ridley's twenty eight. That's so crazy. I mean, yeah, he got sussy a year. That's true. Uh, Dude, yeah, that is so funny though. KJ Osborne it could definitely be a patriot. Harris so Campbell, T. Higgins has been having a great season. Darnell Mac, Mooney? Mac, no, I don't want Darnell Mooney. He sucks. Darnell Mooney is he had so much hype last year and for no reason. He was pretty good. He wasn't. I don't think he was bad. He said flashy plays sometimes. Ooh, know? the Saints just made a big play. Took the ball away. Please don't be a Travis Etienne fumble. Nope, Christian Kirk fumble. It looks like he's good. I remember a couple of years ago we were saying he didn't deserve that huge contract, and he definitely has played up to it so far, which is nice to see. Oh, what a play. Wow, that was a great play. Oh, did he get back? No, he didn't. Oh, yeah, you said the Saints got it. Wow. Paul I saw him Debo. reach out and thought he grabbed it. The claw. Yeah, but, um, I mean, T. Higgins, definitely a guy I would like. Um, maybe... Tyler Boyd seems like he could – Tyler Boyd is, like, the ideal, like, complementary receiver, right? Like, he's he's not good enough to be a one. He would be a fine two, but he's, like, a really good three. Yeah, for sure. But Which is why I was so confused when – I mean, I was confused at the time. I understand now, but, you know – Jamar when, Chase? The, yeah, when they drafted Jamar Chase, I was like, you got T. Higgins and you have Tyler Boyd. Two great receivers. Why? Like you need. They could have got Penny Sewell. Who is they, good? He is very good. He's in the very NFL. good. Well, they I, honestly, both teams, the Lions and the uh, Bengals. I, I think both of them would do the same thing again, easily. I think they would uh, both yeah. each take who they who they got. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, yeah, is and that's I mean, what, like, Lions got Amon Ra and yeah. Jameson Williams is coming back now too. So they're they're looking forward to to how he can be implemented in that team. That's the thing. What what pick was Amon Ra St. Brown? See, I think it was a fifth round pick. Was he? Um I think he's he was 23, dude. He's a year older than us, and he's been in the league for two years. I know. Imagine that. Uh Amon Ra, it was the hundred twelfth pick. What round is that? Quick math. Uh it's a Third round, fourth, third it's, round. It's the third round. No, no it's the fourth way. round. It's fourth round. Is it? Yeah, because there'd be ninety picks. Thirty-two teams. Yeah, it's the fourth 96. round. So all right, so here's a fourth round pick. We're not going to double check that. We're just that's fact. Fourth round pick. Look fourth it round up. pick. And the Lions <laughs> in that draft, they got a cornerstone offensive lineman, and they also got a top twelve receiver in the NFL. Would yeah, you put him he's there? definitely a one. Yeah, I think you know he's good enough to be one. And this this Lions offense, you know, he's he's not he doesn't need to be the number one guy as well. You have a great tight end as well, Sam Laporta. That's the thing you you don't have to spend super high picks to hit on offensive talent in the draft, uh, like the skill position. It's easier too, obviously, and like if you really because we haven't done it in years. I'm not saying it's easy for us to do. It it seems to be easier for everybody else. Yeah, honestly. I mean, the Lions tried to do it for fucking how long? 15 years with Calvin Johnson and Matthew Stafford, and, you know, they couldn't figure it out. But I like how Dan Campbell's running that team. He He's kind of just come in and, and, and 
embraceive culture of them all being dogs. Like, yeah. did, did you know he's... that he wanted to get a lion on yeah. the sideline? Yeah. <laughs> the NFL was like, no. He's he like, like, come on. <laughs> come on. Let's get a real lion on the sideline. Like, not, not even like in the stadium somewhere, on the sideline. He wants it right up front and center. Yeah, he does. Which would be so sick. Also, the Saints just they punted it away and they got the ball back at like the 15 yard line of the Jags. So for those Jags who have money are, on this game, Jags are folding. See, oh, whoa! What happened there? Yeah, Wait, replay they, that. They ran into their own guy. Oh, Jamal geez. Agnew is like very hurt right now. Actually. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he got it like right on the chin. Oh, yeah, he got, he got smacked. Uh, so this is what happens when the team that you root for makes you unhappy. You watch every other game to feel something. Um. I just enjoy watching NFL games. I think I Is there anything better than football? No, it's... there's not. Oh, also, in terms of football news worldwide, I don't know if you saw this, flag football, 2028 Olympic game. It's been added. Mm-hmm. Flag football. If we don't send the dream team of, like, the NFL, like, if Tyreek and, like, Lamar, Jamar Chase, like, if, if we don't send, like, those Jazz. guys – Jettas, dude. I mean, dude, we would, we would, I mean, we would dominate. Uh, yes, football. we would have to, dude. If we don't send just like the, the equivalent to the Michael Jordan, McCaffrey, I mean, twenty twenty eight though, right? Yeah, they'll be. So a you know, older. it's crazy to see. Like Tyreek will probably be out. It's five years. Tyre- from now. I mean, yeah, Jettas could be there. Chris McCaffrey probably won't be. I'd say Jettas. Jamar Chase. I think Lamar could still be good then in five years. Yeah, maybe, but we'll see how. Caleb Williams. Speed. Caleb Williams. God, I'm excited for Dude, him. Dude, I think um, who's that guy that's always on Cal- uh, Colin Cowherd's show? He's got like the super long hair. I forget his name. Is he a football player? No, he's a, he's like a he's like a broadcaster. He, people think he's like pretty annoying. Super long, Nick Wright. Yeah, Nick Wright. Oh, he yeah. had a he had a <laughs> sucks. he had a take where he had like top five quarterbacks in the NFL, and at number four he's like, I know he's not in the NFL, but Caleb Williams is going <laughs> is one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. Just ignores the rules that he just made for his yeah. <laughs> for his list. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, but yeah, I think that's exciting, right? Uh, I don't think anyone from the Patriots would be chosen to represent the United States in that game, but. We'll see in uh, five uh, years' you know, time. We, yeah, five years. We have five years to get anyone to qualify for the U.S. Olympic Games. I think we can do it. And if we do it, what position do you think it'll be? Um, Christian Gonzalez. Yes. Who says no? Christian yes, Gonzalez. No, that's a great point, actually. He probably would be the, the one to send. Maybe Taekwon so. Thornton, so res- career yeah. resurrection. I don't know. Did, did he play last week? I uh, I think he was supposed to, but I didn't see him. Didn't see him. Didn't hear from him. Didn't uh, no no idea. Maybe he's someone we trade for what? That's that's a good point because if you're if you're trading a receiver that you drafted in the second round two years after you got him, you nobody's gonna him yeah immediately. All right, then maybe okay. I would trade Devontae Parker. I would trade who wants Devontae Kendrick Bourne though like like. What team in the NFL right now is going to be like, oh, yeah, we you know, we trade for Devontae Parker. Maybe the Chiefs? No. Maybe? No, the Chiefs are all about value at receiver right now. That's why they don't want to. That's actually um, a great point, yeah. Hardman. Know, they, not only Hardman. Um, I mean, they traded a, a, a late-round pick for some speculation on 
Kadarius Tony, them trading a, uh, them getting a couple like they got five picks for Tyreek Hill. They they showed you right there like we're good with Kelsey, Mahomes is fantastic. We're just gonna get a bunch of value picks, make this a solid roster, and just get value wide receivers to sort of fill in holes. You know. Yeah, I think you guys also, that have certain talents. You know, have them have their own schemes. Um. Yeah, if you have a quarterback like that, you and you can still win without paying a premium at that position. Like, yeah, go for it. Do do whatever you got to do. Um, but yeah, I I mean, if try to trade Parker somewhere. All right, if Mac Jones was on the Dolphins right now instead of Tua, and let's say all everything else in the NFL is the exact same, but Tua is on the Patriots and Mac Jones is on the Dolphins. How do you think those players would have developed? Oh, like for their whole career? Yeah, like up up to now, till like I think we got in the NFL a year before. So just say that we like we had to uh, the year that Cam Newton was on the team. I would say that the Dolphins would be a little bit worse, not much. Just a, oh my god, that was insane! Oh my god, wow, that was. A crazy almost catch. I think the Dolphins would be a little bit worse, not much, but they wouldn't be having like a historic offense or anything oh like that. Oh my goodness! Did he get his second foot down? Oh, yeah, he's so he's, close. Yeah, he's really close. Uh, I think they'd probably have the same record or maybe like one more loss. Um, but I think Tua would. I think Tua might even be out of the NFL because he would be hurt so much because our offensive line is so bad. I think he, I think he might just be toast. Yeah, I remember that was a concern for me for him going into this year. Just his, uh, like I don't know what, like we were kind of projecting what the this division would be like over the next five years. I don't know. He was a big question mark. I think that as of right now, if you were to say the next five years, how is this division going to look? I would have said it was a lot brighter at the beginning of the season. For the Patriots? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's tough when you're optimistic about your quarterback and then you go into the season and it's just like your worst nightmare. Like, it's it was worse than I ever could have imagined it yeah. would be. It's kind of like how bad – I don't know who who is a better offensive coordinator, Matt Patricia or, or Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien definitely is better because when we were running plays, we had a good run game last year. Why is our why is the run game like shit now? Because the offensive line is worse. Why how did it get worse? Because Michael Wenny is not healthy. Let's it all comes down to health. We have Riley Reef at right tackle. Um, it's just it's just dysfunctional. Like we're starting a rookie. At guard, Trent Brown was banged up coming into the season. It's just not the it's not the same unit, and we lost an offensive. I didn't know this. We I guess we lost our offensive line coach because he like refused to get uh like the vaccine or something. And I'm not gonna take a stance on politics on this podcast. It's not what I'm here to do but 
what he was he came from Dante Garnecchia, who was the offensive line coach during the dynasty, and he was great. And we all we never had we didn't have a consistently great offensive line. There were a few years where we had, you know, not the best. Um, but it was it was never like this bad. And yeah, no, this is all time. And it's crazy too. Like when Skarnecchia retired for the first time, we sucked. And then he came back and he 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 led this yeah. team to have a very good offense. He so he always he always had it within him, you know? Yeah. Dude guy could coach. He could coach. And it's it's just unfortunate that like it seems that the personnel in the front office and in the coaching staff don't seem to be performing at the level that the rest of the league is, you know? Also something I feel like is pretty significant too. It isn't really talked about a lot is that NFL teams can only have 14 padded practices a year. So out of the 17 week season, you for uh, 14 weeks, you can have one padded padded practice, which is insane to me. Like high schoolers have two to three a week during their, their high school season. And they have a much shorter season, obviously, but it, it's crazy for me to think that like I didn't even realize that, you know, teams would be restricted on how much they can sort of practice. And like, like, you know, I feel like we've always had a sort of a ground and pound team. Like those, those guys from um, like, like Edelman would describe the practices when he was there as like, just hell. Like it was just horrible. Like every, every day was hard, you know, and is, is it the same environment sort of on the practice field now with sort of a restricted limit on how much you can have a padded practice? Like, yeah. you know, it definitely changes the vibe. You know, you were a little more excited. Um, I mean, when I remember when I played football, I was excited when we didn't have padded practices, you know, something to sort of look forward to, but um, you know, padded practices definitely make who you are as a football player and a football team just going up against scout team and sort of building your confidence and getting in the flow of things. And it's a different vibe when you're, when you're, when you've got even shorts on or yeah. you're just running on there in a helmet. I agree. Flag football and football are completely different, different sports. sports. I think that maybe, well, not, uh, this is a separate thought, but football, the NFL as a whole has definitively become much less physical and much more, offensively focused there are rule like if you even look at the rule changes in the past five to eight years they have almost exclusively all been in the benefit of the quarterback and the offensive players so like why would the nfl do that to score more points obviously like you want uh, a product to watch on tv that's exciting sure from a business standpoint i get it whatever i don't it's agree also with it player safety as well that, i think because... that's the guys of it i think it, it... i think i i don't think that's fully what they're intending to do i think that's partially what they're trying to do because if I, if it were i think if it, that were their number one how do, how do i say this Probably. i think if that was like the biggest benefit of doing what they're doing with the offensive rule changes. I don't think they would have done it. 
because they probably it, I think at that point it's better to market themselves as like a big sort of like I I, I don't know I think it, people love hitting in football too you know yeah don't want to see that get moved out if, of if the they game. were if they were fully focused on player safety you know how in practices in training camp they have the players wear like the extra padding on their helmet yeah if you were fully focused on player safety and you know that those help with player safety wear them during the games you don't because like i i feel like it's it's you're not fully committed to the idea of player safety you're like partially sure and you do some things to work with that but you're not fully committed to it or else you would be doing everything in your power to maintain player safety i think they want to but also though there is sort of a i don't know you gotta you gotta ride that line between i mean they definitely care about player safety there's there's all new sorts of technology that's being integrated into helmets so that they can sort of detect that like okay there's this uh, device that a lot of high school has been putting in their helmets and if you have a hard hit it can sort of detect whether or not you might have a concussion and out of, so like basically what it is, is it goes in your helmet and you play a football. And if it pops while it's in your helmet, then that means that like, it, like the seal breaks or whatever. It like means that you were involved in, in a hit that had enough force that could have given you concussion. And out of like 500 cases, five of them went off and four of the kids had concussions. Those are all speculative numbers because mm. I don't remember the study, but <laughs> Those are all it speculative was very numbers good. Because I made it, it was, up. <laughs> it was very no, I didn't make it. There's there's a lot of really cool devices and technology. Like I think it's Alabama. No, no, it's Alabama. LSU has little air conditioners in their helmets because when they go out in the practice field, they're out on the turf. They're out in Louisiana summer day. You know what happens? Their, their head is like a hundred degrees because they're they're sweating. It's hot out. You know. Very compact inside there. What yeah. that, what that's like wearing a helmet with Probably AC weird. in it. But regardless, so what I was essentially yeah, working what towards we, what was, what that, talking about? was that this is I promise you this loops back in. So much more offensively focused the NFL has become. Um I said that like Yoda, it doesn't matter. Uh and it's when you have a, a coach who is defensively oriented like Bill Belichick and also has been coaching for four decades, maybe longer, you sort of can see how that would adversely affect him, right? If if you have a guy whose whole MO for his time as a head coach in the NFL with the Patriots was defense, defense, defense. He was a defensive coach for the Giants when they had Lawrence Taylor for the Browns back in the day. Like, Bill Belichick knows defense. He always coaches a good defense. And when you have those guys and their mantra is, you know, stick to your job, be physical, wrap up, turn the ball over, but the league is actively making rules against that your ability to do so, it will obviously prohibit your success. Um but and I will say I feel like the NFL is sort of taking advantage of uh, the NFL. The Patriots were definitely on the better side of that for most of the rule changes over the last 10, 15 years because Tom Brady was a very, you know, slow, 
packet posser, pre- precise quarterback. You call you know? him a packet posser. Packet posser. Packet. <laughs> yeah. Pocket passer. <laughs> packet posser. He's a very precise pocket passer. And I think there, there's a there's a quote somewhere somewhere of Tom Brady saying as well that the rule changes really helped him out and play longer because I mean he tore his ACL yeah. early on. Like they, they made rules to protect you from hitting quarterbacks under the knee. Couldn't couldn't do that anymore, or whatever the the yeah you, you could like it, dive at, at yeah. the quarterback, but because he tore his ACL, so they they did that to protect yeah some of their best assets. You know Jerry uh, Jerry Judy Jerry Jones <laughs> was a very big advocate for um, quarterback safety as well because he was say he would say he would he would say yeah it's because he has a piece of glass under center and Dak Prescott he gets hurt every yeah, single I mean season. he had Tony Romo before that but yeah, you know, they just the quarterback is the, the, the biggest asset on a football team if the quarterback gets hurt it changes the entire dynamic of the game because Patrick Holmes could lose Tyree Kill before he goes into the Super Bowl but he's still Patrick Mahomes you know but if you know, Tyree Kill loses Patrick Mahomes before they go into Super Bowl. Like they probably lose that game. Yeah. You know, I think. Um, maker. What I will say though, and I, I get what they're trying to do with what you're saying. The quarterback is the most valuable asset on a team, and you're right. If somebody gets hurt, it completely changes the course of the season for that team. Some of the roughing the passer calls are egregious and. So horrible. I think it should be a judgment call because you have some where like you push a guy down, you push a quarterback down, or like you graze his face mask when you're running by trying to get him, or like you tap him on the helmet when you're sacking him, and they throw the flag. And I I don't agree with that. Like I think it should be a judgment call on the official. I know it's subjective, right? And if you have the rules in place where it's like if this area gets contacted objectively. You have to throw the flag. But if somebody taps you on the head, oh my God, touchdown, Travis Etienne. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a, t- uh, a flag. I think it shouldn't be a personal foul. I think that's, I think that's bad. And it's benefited us in quite a few spots. Even this past weekend against the Raiders, it did on several occasions. But I, I think still it's, it's not good for football if you're getting those free plays all the time. There's a fine line between being tough and being stupid, and I recognize that. I am an advocate for player safety and for, you know, the health and longevity of the athletes who are like putting legitimately putting their lives on the line when they're playing this game, and their their futures and their health. But at the same time, like it's a it's a sport, and you gotta there there should be a physicality aspect to it. Yeah. I mean, this is if, if football lost its physicality, it's just a different. It's a game totally different game. game. It's a totally different game, and it's not a game that like I grew up watching and falling in love with. And I would hate for like younger people to miss out on because they like when you when you play the Ravens, right? When you played the Ravens back in the day, you don't throw over the middle to a to a slot receiver because Ray Lewis is going to decapitate. Julian Edelman, you don't do that. Like, no, there's no fear in football anymore because you're play, the players who used to have that presence, that aura about them, where you were 
you were wary of them and what they could do. Like Brian Dawkins, like Troy Polamalu, they would tear you to shreds. But you can't, you can't even dream about doing that anymore, unless your name is Jabril Peppers and you lay the wood on Devontae mm-hmm. Adams. Yes, sir. So I guess it is possible because we were talking about it earlier. But it's just it's, well, it's much not, less common. It's not as common. Like, yeah, much less common. I, I guess like who who are the best middle linebackers over the last five years? Uh, Shaq Leonard, uh, Fred Warner, uh, Roquan Smith, and when did Keekley retire? Like probably three or four years ago, I think. Yeah, we'll throw Bobby would, Wagner in there. Also, of course, he's all. I feel fan. like. They're like coverage guys. They're yeah, all they like are, coverage guys. They all are. And, you know, Fred Warner gets some big hits sometimes. Like, he, he blew up Nick Bosa that one time. They're on the same team. I know. It was, they, they collided Did one they? time. There, yeah. Oh, didn't one of them get hurt when that happened? Oh, I, I don't know. I, like, vaguely remember that. I've already said enough um, false information this <laughs> podcast. Speculative information. <laughs> you should just have a segment where you just, like, make up. Start saying things. Did you know <laughs> that if you go to a brewery mm. and you take off the lid to like one of the big silos of alcohol and you sit in it like a hot tub, <laughs> it'll get you drunk? Yeah, actually, yeah, this is true. It's very true. The alcohol seeps through your skin and seeps. I don't know. That's it's yeah, absorbed that through your skin and, and, and goes into your bloodstream and makes you drunk. Yeah, nobody checked that. It's nobody true. checked that. It's true, but don't check. But it's true. Yeah, just believe me. Yeah, just believe him. It's true. This is uh, Andrew's truthful, truthful time. Truthful time. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's but good. yeah, that's. I mean, that's how I feel about the current s- status of the NFL. Uh, you got to have these rules, but I don't love all of them. So I don't know. I feel like. Do you wanna we wanna talk about the rest of the NFL? Or do you want we could do the hot take helmet? You wanna do the hot take helmet? I feel like we've touched a lot, oh, yeah, I feel a like lot we, of stuff. We we have. I don't really know. I feel like all of our takes would have been what we would have done for hot takes because there's a lot of steaming stuff about this a lot, a lot of steaming shit yeah, about, I actually, about this team right my, now. My hot take know. was that it wouldn't be wise to move some of the trade pieces that we were talking about. Like, I agree with you. I was going to say it wouldn't be smart to trade Uche, and I definitely don't want to trade Duggar. Um, but we talked about that ad nauseum already. Um, I think I would trade Duggar before I'd trade Uche. I don't like to. that you said that. I if don't like it. To. I, don't I mean, like he's a safety. I know, and safeties are less valuable than edge rushers, but I love Kyle Duggar. I love Kyle Duggar. He is a, he is a guy on our team who I think exemplifies that – way of thinking that you would want on a football team. He's hard nosed, he he yeah, throws he, big he's, hits, he's he flies around. I'd say if he's definitely one of the you know the leaders on our team right now. He's one of the culture guys. Yeah. You know? He's a big effort guy, which is important in a team that sucks. Like him, uh, uh okay, so Duggar, Jabril Peppers, and Jelani Tavai. There's some dogs back there. And you know, even though we're not going to have Christian Gonzalez for the rest of the year. You know, we still have, there's a lot of excitement in the secondary and, you know, I don't really know how well um, JC Jackson did last week. I don't know what his stats is fine. Let's see. Let's see how many tackles he got. Well, ideally he, he didn't could, have a lot. That's yeah, that's, that's a good point. Uh, where's defense? JC Jackson 
had Jabril Peppers had seven tackles. Chase Jackson had two tackles. Two two tackle uh two tackles, two assisted tackles. Okay. So I don't know if that means he had four tackles or he had two tackles and they were both. I assisted. wish I wish that they showed general stats like what an offensive lineman offensive lineman's block rate was. Something like that. So you got a sense of like the amount of time yeah. that he gave his quarterback. I mean pro football PFF does pro football focus. They have like lineman grades and stuff, but you gotta pay for that. Yeah, it's bush knuckle. It is Bush knuckle. That's what I'm talking about. But yeah, I, I can't. Carr, I can't imagine any of the lineman grades were too good. Oh no! Shout yeah. out everybody that had to pick up Derek Carr this weekend in fantasy, like I did. I'm not. I'm not happy about it, but I did it. Yeah. Let's see what he does. Well, Derek Carr going deep. Oh, almost picked up. <laughs> Throwing to Michael Thomas. Oh. Jeez, what a fall off for his career, huh? Yeah. 1,700 yards, broke the, the single-season reception record, and then just was, like, poopy the just next three hurt. years. He just couldn't stay healthy. No, he, I don't think he wanted to play football for, like, three years. I think he just wanted a break. He was so good for, like, two seasons. I mean. Oh, they're going for it. Oh, fourth and three. Right now, Jaguars up 14-4. Oh. Hey, would you trade Jaguar- a third Jaguars round? Jaguars get a stop if the Cleveland Browns called, or we called the Cleveland Browns, and they said, "We'll give you if you give us a third round pick, we'll give you Amari Cooper." Would you do that? Um, I don't know, and it's not because I don't think he's a good receiver. I just don't think that he'd be a good fit for our team right now because he probably has a fat contract. He'd be the best receiver on our team by a mile. But he's also like getting older and you know, I don't know when his contract expires. So I, I would definitely consider it. I would look into it more to see if it really made sense. Like, are we going to get we'll get better as a team, but how much better will we really get? Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair point. I think uh I wouldn't with this team, but next year, if like going into next season. They were like in the offseason, we're like, okay, if you give us a third, we'll give you Amari Cooper. I would think about it. Dude, if we what if we had like DeAndre uh DeAndre Hopkins, that would be nice. If we had Julio, that'd be funny. I was gonna say I saw that Julio signed with the Eagles and like a part of my brain forgot that he was on was like on the free agent list. I thought he just retired. And then I I and then my immediate second thought was like, oh my god. Can't believe we didn't try to sign Julio Jones, just because it really? seems like something the Patriots would do is like kick the tires on an old good receiver. They used to do that all the time. Remember we had Reggie Wayne, we had him. Oh yeah, we had him for a little bit. Jordy Nelson. Um, why, what? Yeah. We didn't get Jordy Nelson. We had him for preseason and then we cut him. Did we really? Yeah. I remember we had Chad Ochocinco. Hey, Jordy Nelson. Um, Jordy short, Nelson. Short Patriots. tenure on the Patriots. Are you making this up again? I'm not making this up. This is a real fact. He was on the Patriots. We cut him. Like, and I think he retired like right after. I don't think you're right. Dude, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> I don't think you're correct. I'm not lying, dude. Let me see this. I'll look at this. <laughs> I don't think I, you're correct. I swear. 
I remember him on the Raiders. Yeah, I don't think you're right. Who cut Jordy Nelson? Dude, we definitely cut him. I, I don't swear. think you're right. I think it would definitely say... It would certainly say if we cut him. But, like, we had Fred Jackson. I know he's not a receiver. Reportedly drawing interest by Patriots. I hope we sign him. Jordy Nelson was good. This is just fully dedicated to... No, yeah, he's not. He was Jordan Nelson was never on the Patriots. Dude, no, I don't believe this. Wait, interest, fucking dude, I swear. <laughs> this is. Are you just saying that because he was a white receiver in like 2014? No, I swear they cut him. I have like a vivid memory of this happening. I don't think you're right. I think you're actually not right. Well, don't look at this one. This one says Patriots will not sign. <laughs> I don't believe it. Don't I think it. it's propaganda. Yeah, it's fake, fake, fake news. news, fake news. Um, yeah, but uh, so two people the Patriots are going to sign next offseason: KJ Osborne and Julio Jones. Yep, that would be nice. Get some, um, I don't know, get something, get some juice. Get some juice and then that Get locker room. Get some juice in that locker room. That's all we need. Um, Get the guys some juice. The guys need some juice. Get them some juice. Yeah, the offense has got no juice. The defense has got juice. Offense has got no juice. Defense has got juice to spare. You yeah, know what I mean? That's true. They could give. They, they, yeah. yeah they, dude, point. the defense is dripping with juice, especially when Gonzo gets back. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible Jaguars. What are you doing? But, yeah, I think <laughs> – um. We got some work to do. We got the Bills this week. It's going to be a tough game. Um, oof, I mean, what are you going to do? The Bills defense actually this season has not been as great as I think a lot of people were expecting it to be. Uh, do I think we have a chance? Yes. Uh, Dude, I just hope we have – I don't. I hope we don't embarrass ourselves. The way we've been playing, I'm – it's it's really unfortunate. I just hope we, you know, we're Bills at Patriots. Yeah, I mean, in New England. All right, here. Well, here's the good news, right? We played Josh Allen and Tua. Yeah, bad news. They're good. Then <laughs> after that, get a look at this. We play Sam Howell. Good news. Dog. Gardner Minshew. Dog. Good news. Daniel Jones. Dog. Good news. Then we have to play Justin Herbert again. Bad news. Oh, boo. Bad, he's bad good. News. But then, Kenny Pickett. Good, good news. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, no, bad news. But then, Russell Wilson. Yes, good news. Very nice. That would be nice. Oh, I'm excited to play yep. Russell Wilson. It's going to be sad, though. Yep, back to Josh Allen. Mm, bad news. And then we finish the year, Patriots fans, with Zach Wilson. And if there's any franchise, honestly, I think the Patriots – Franchise might be the one that likes Zach Wilson the most. Do you? Th- I don't think that's a stretch, actually. I really hope that that doesn't sting us later on. It will because we've said it now. 
Um, yeah, I mean, you, you said it. I haven't agreed with you yet. So agree with me. If I agree with you, we're cursing the Patriots. Agree, I we're I already curse. cursed. I don't want to curse. Reverse the curse. That's what the saying true. was. Reverse yeah. the curse. Don't curse the curse. That's true. David Ortiz. No. Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is still very good, and it's awesome. He's Yeah, he's good still. So. All right, well. Yeah, but hey. We will see how it goes down next week at Gillette Stadium. Patriots take on the Buffalo Bills, looking to bounce back against the um, almost said Oakland Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders. Nope, that already happened. We're playing the Bills, baby. No, yeah, they bounce back. Oh yeah, we're bouncing back against the team. We're not. We've already bounced from that game. Yeah, we bounced badly, but now we're bouncing back, baby. And bouncing back against the Bills. Bounce the Bills, baby. See you next time. Who's gonna stop this train? Probably Josh Allen. <laughs>